I burned out in 2020, big time. And on today's episode, I'm telling you my story and giving you the three things I'm doing now to prevent burnout in the future with the hope that you can implement them and avoid burnout yourself. Hey, and welcome to Mama Business, a workshop-style podcast that helps busy mamas like you navigate the highs and lows of managing a family and having a business dream too. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a hobby blogger turned business growth specialist. It's my job every day to help mamas grow, scale, and thrive in the online business world without sacrificing their family lives. Each episode features real-life talk about home and business, coupled with actionable strategies you can implement immediately. No fluff necessary. So if you are ready to create a bigger impact at home and in business, you are in the right place. This is Mama Business. Before we get into this talk about burnout, I have to let you know about my free Achieving Goals workbook. After signing up, you'll receive five short lessons about goals delivered straight to your inbox, along with some resources to help you lay out your dreams for your family, life, business, and more. I'll take you step-by-step through this planning process, and you'll walk away with an actionable plan you can implement immediately. Because the truth is, we can't achieve our goals if we aren't super clear about what those goals are. So get that clarity by signing up today at sarahbrumley.com slash goals. And now let's chat about burnout. This really isn't the conversation that most business owners even contemplate when they are starting out, which is why it's not normally talked about until after the burnout happens, some two to 300 episodes into a podcast or a blog or whatever it is. But luckily for you, I'm bringing it all up now. Why? Because as a business growth specialist, I see this all the time, especially in small family-run businesses, and I don't wish burnout on anyone, which is why we are discussing this today. So let's talk about my own story of burnout. When all of the initial hype began in 2020, my business was amazing. I was doing all the things. I was meeting my monthly income goals. I was working with clients. I was active on all of the social media platforms. I was part of a coaching program that was pushing me to get better, faster. I was attending weekly networking meetings, business book clubs, and engaging with other business owners on a regular basis. Things were going really well. And then life as we knew it shut down. And counter to the experience that most small businesses had, my business took off in a way that I had not expected. Everyone needed help getting their businesses online so that they could connect with their clients and customers. And it should have been great for me, but the truth was, because all my clients were suddenly at home, they now wanted a more hands-on approach to their marketing efforts. And there's really nothing wrong with that. But for someone who was used to working by herself, it was a struggle for me to constantly be on the phone, to always have voicemails to return, and to constantly be on demand. And I didn't have any boundaries in place for that. Why? Because I hadn't needed them before. So I've got my kids and my husband at home. Everyone is stressed out about what's going on in society. And what's my response? I'm telling myself that I need to push harder because this is going to be a huge season of growth for me. Truly, that's exactly what was going through my head. And it was a season of growth. I was easily adding $1,000 in income month over month over month, but I was going all the time. I was on all the time. 
And I remember getting to the middle of the summer of 2020 and my parents had moved to Maine and we live in Washington state. So that's a ways away. And I'd never been out there before. So I thought it would be just ideal if we decided to use this time and go visit them. I could take my laptop and get stuff done from the road. My husband is a teacher and he already knew that he wasn't going back to work in the traditional sense that fall. And we had a camper that we hadn't used a lot. So we decided that we would just go. We loaded up and made the decision that we were going to take a full month and do the thing. We drove across the U.S., we stopped here and there, we saw Mount Rushmore, saw the Baseball Hall of Fame, and we ended up in Maine at my parents' place. And I just remember thinking so much during that time frame that I didn't want to go home. I did not want to go back to work. I did not want to hear from clients. I just did not want to anymore. And it was at that point that I recognized that something had to change, but I didn't know what that was or what to do about it, especially since this had been my dream, right? To grow a business and have it thrive. But I didn't like it anymore. And in the process, I'd stopped liking me too, because I was so frustrated about it. Ultimately, we returned from our vacation and I got back to work, making just a few adjustments. I dropped a coaching program that was constantly pressuring me to do more with the time and energy I just didn't have. But other than that, business continued as usual, whatever that meant. My husband and kids started to notice the difference in me. My energy was zapped. I was uptight. I snapped at them a lot. I didn't want to hang out with friends. Honestly, I just didn't feel like I had anything more to give at the end of the workday, if the workday actually ended. It wasn't a good situation. Then, about a month later, I went to spend eight days with my sister in Arizona. We spent time next to the pool, we had Mai Tais, and I did a little bit of business type stuff, but for the most part, I was fully into just being present in the moment. I was relaxed for the first time in what felt like forever. And it was another instance of, I just didn't want to go home. I just didn't want to return to my office. I just didn't want to. And then, and I'm sorry, this is probably just getting a little bit off track maybe story-wise, but I promise I am getting to a point and I really do think this is important to share, okay? So then my husband and I found out that we were pregnant and that was a huge surprise because we'd been married for 15 years and had never been able to get pregnant. So talk about a huge surprise, huge life change, huge reframing of the mindset. And we have teenagers, but it was a whole different thing to have a baby, and it was at that point that I turned to my husband and said, in tears, I just can't do my business the way I have been. In fact, I'm not even sure I want to do my business at all anymore. Let me just tell you right now that I have the most amazingly wonderful husband on the planet because he looked at me and said that he was fine with whatever I decided. But I felt like such a failure. Honestly, the whole thing felt like a failure. Now, I did a little research because while I know burnout is real, I'm obviously sharing my story about it, sometimes it does help to hear it from a credible source. According to the Mayo Clinic, burnout is defined as a special type of work-related stress, a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity a sense of reduced accomplishment, 
loss of personal identity. It sounds terribly bleak, right? Now, I'm giving you my story, but burnout shows up differently for every person. There do tend to be common reasons why people get there, though, and the key is setting yourself up for success now so that you don't find yourself in that state in the future. So how do we do that? Well, here's the three things I used to pull myself out of that state of burnout and the things that I am now using to prevent future burnout for myself. And you know me, I love my action steps. So you're going to leave this episode with something you can put in place immediately, no matter where you find yourself in the business journey. Okay. So strategy number one is to inventory your activities. After my discussion with Justin, I knew I had to make some serious changes, so I started to rethink things, beginning with what I was doing and why, by asking myself a couple of questions. Question number one, is this essential to run my business? As in, if I don't do it, my business will fail. And question number two, is this bringing in the results I want to see as far as client leads or increased income? After identifying those questions, I asked them about every single thing I was currently doing in my business. If I answered no to either one of them, I immediately quit doing that thing. Contrary to what most people would do, I eliminated a lot. I stopped posting on social media for a time. I recognized that while I did get the occasional client from there, I was expending more energy than I could afford to. I quit my local networking group. It wasn't bringing the client leads I'd hoped for, and I knew that I wasn't reaching my ideal client audience through it. And yes, I'd paid my yearly subscription fee, but I didn't care. It wasn't helpful, so I had to let it go. I eliminated services that were no longer serving my business. Specifically, I stopped offering social media posting services and hourly packages. If it sounds like this was an easy process, just know that it wasn't. I got a lot of pushback from clients and even my team in the process. And as a people pleaser, I spent a lot of sleepless nights worrying about who would say what the next day. What were they going to have to say about me? Ultimately, once I'd made the decisions, my business felt exciting and purposeful again, though. I didn't dread waking up or going into my office. Now, a year and a half later, I'm constantly running my activities through this checklist because if it isn't necessary, it isn't staying. And while you might be at the very beginning stages of your business, I think it's important to think about this now because as you get further into the process of running your business, it's easy to see someone else doing all the things and having great success. But if it's not actually moving the needle for you, or helping you move closer to your big goals, then it's just another busy task you don't need. So if you're willing to inventory those tasks or those services or whatever it is as they come in, then you won't have to do this major purge in the future. All right. So the first strategy to avoiding burnout is to take inventory of your activities. Strategy number two is to trust your gut your intuition, your whatever you call it, right? And that may sound really odd coming from someone that delivers practical and very actionable advice during each podcast episode, but stick with me because I think you'll find there's something you can apply here to your own life, all right? There were a lot of points looking back that I can see I didn't trust my gut. I didn't trust my intuition. 
There were times when I knew that it wasn't the perfect situation for me, and yet I did it anyway. For example, at the end of 2019, I felt like I needed a business coach, and I did. And I think there are a lot of coaches out there that are absolutely fantastic, and having a coach can do great things for your business. But in this case, I went with a coach and a coaching program that was not the right fit for me. I knew that in our second weekly session, and yet I stayed in her program for six months. Six months. I didn't trust my gut and I paid for it, literally and figuratively. And I realize now that while I didn't trust my gut, it also went a little bit deeper than that for me. And maybe you find yourself in the same place. As a people pleaser, I hadn't given myself the permission to say no. And so because I was already knee deep into the process of coaching with this person, I figured I might as well just stay the course. After all, quitting equals failure, right? Wrong. I could not have been more wrong. What I learned was that not leaning into my gut instincts is where failure began. And once I figured that out and allowed myself the permission to lean into what was right for me, not someone else, That's when I started to see the way out of the burnout pit. We'll chat a lot about this in future episodes, but I really want to make sure you understand that it's important to trust your gut when it comes to your business. Because as business owners, we encounter so much information about what we should or should not do. But not all of that information or input is right for our businesses. So trust your gut. So The first strategy to use to avoid burnout is to take inventory of your activities. And the second is to trust your gut, which leads us to the third strategy for avoiding burnout in your mama life and business, which is to seek connection. And this has to be the right connection. As I ran my business through the keep or let go questions, it didn't take long to realize that I was missing connection. Sure, I had been filling my days with discussions with other business owners and making connections in terms of getting client leads, but I had not been actively allowing someone to hold me accountable. And friend, adding this one thing made a whole world of difference for me. In my case, it's two amazing women who have known me pretty much since my business launched. We now meet bi-weekly and don't mince words with one another. That means that when things are going well, we really celebrate. And I don't know about you, but finding someone who can truly celebrate your wins is hard, or it really can be. And when things aren't going well, we troubleshoot, we offer support, and we listen. Because sometimes just having the ability to talk it out with someone else can open up new possibilities. We bring our collective knowledge from our various industries, coupled with resources we've come in contact with, and together we are so much better than we would be individually. They knew that my goal in 2021 was to simplify. And every time I brought a new idea to the table, one or the other of them would ask if it fell into my big goal for the year. On multiple occasions, I had to say no, but you know what? Because of that input, I didn't add anything to my business that further complicated things or led me back to the path of burnout. And I'm so thankful for that. And I want to challenge you to seek out someone to help you stay accountable to your goals, to your action steps, to your why. Do it now before you get to a place where you are desperate. You might find that in a group of business owners you already know or a trusted friend, but if you'd prefer to have someone that knows the ins and outs of the online business world and the mama world too, 
I'm opening a couple spots this week for one-to-one coaching sessions with me. So head over to sarahbrumley.com coaching for more information. I'm happy to report that now, two years after the burnout spiral started in my business, I'm running a business I absolutely love without feelings of guilt or overwhelm. Rather, I show up each day excited about the possibilities because I'm focused on the things that matter when they matter the most. And that, my friend, is what I want for you. Now, I'm a huge proponent of taking action because action is where the dreams turn into the reality. And that is why every Mama Business episode comes with action steps you can take immediately to uplevel your mama life and business. Ideally, you'll take action on all of the things we've discussed today. But if you only have time for one, it's this. Inventory your activities. Take those questions and ask them Every time you create another product or service, every time you think you need to add something new to your schedule or take on another responsibility, ask those questions. If you begin practicing this now, you'll save yourself a world of hurt and frustration in the future. I know from personal experience that I am more likely to accomplish what I set out to do if I am accountable to someone. So DM me on Instagram and let me know when you will complete this process in your own mama business so that I can cheer you on throughout the process. Because mama, I am cheering you on. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.